Welcome to another episode of The Russian Sisters. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are The Russian Sisters. Welcome. <laughs> Why? Why? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tea with the Russian Sisters. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm We're not, not drinking no. tea. <laughs> not, not tonight. We're not. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna. And we are the Russian Sisters. And we are rebooting. Woo! 2022. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And people say that when you say 2022, it sounds like 2020, comma, two. I have not heard that. Well, happy 2022. 2022 years. Russian Sisters reboot. Reboot. And we are rebooting as the Russian Sisters. We are. There are a few few changes here. Yeah. Including the name. Yeah. We're rebooting and renaming. Yes. But it's still us. It is. Well, you can't get away from us. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I suppose you can turn us off. You could. Don't do that. Don't do that. We'll steal. Keep on recording. Don't turn us off. We promise we're fun. I know. Cheers to the new year and cheers to you. Yes. Cheers to you. It's been, um, it's been a few months. We had some changes and now. Changes. Um, Yeah. We've had a few people reach out and ask where we are. And then we thought, well, maybe we should come back. And it wasn't really anything. There's nothing really drastic or anything big that happened. We just... No, we just stopped. (laughs) We just stopped. (laughs) The school year started and we're like, wow, we're busy. Yeah. Yeah, I was... So we're sorry for that. We are. And we're grateful that several of you reached out asking if we were going to continue recording episodes. That is correct. So that's very cool. Yeah, it is. Thanks Thanks for for doing doing that. that. Yeah. A little bit of a fire under the bum. Yeah. Yeah. But we're here. Boot. Yeah, you like gave us a boot to the booty to reboot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what you did. So we're going to toast you, everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> You're so silly. And tonight we're actually toasting with wine that I got from my Christmas advent box from That's- Costco. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was not planning on having any wine, but Buddy has entered the testing twos. That's and what I call them. he's sleeping right now. He so. is. Well, that's another change we had to do. We had to find another time <laughs> to be able to record. That's right. And this yeah. time he won't wake up from nap. That's right. No, he'll sleep for a little while. So anyway, hey, we're toasting with a, it's called Magical Nights Pinot Noir. Oh. Yeah. Because tonight is magical. It is magical because we're rebooting. <laughs> oh my gosh, are we going to make this a game? Yeah, this is a game for all you at home. So go back and go to the beginning and then start drinking every time we say reboot. Just did it again. <laughs> we promise we have more planned for today. So I think, yeah, so I think we are rebooting and calling ourselves the Russian sisters because that's who we are. That's correct. We'll still toast you. We will. And toast people around the world. Yep. Um. We've got some fun facts that will come down. Anna's really good at finding some fun facts. Heck yeah. And remember, I, I do remember you and I having a conversation um, about... <laughs> Why you, she's like looking at me, making me laugh. I'm not licking at her. I'm looking at her. <laughs> Lick, licking? What is, oh boy. Luckily, we don't have video recording this time. Uh, hot tea month. Is January. January is hot tea month. Yeah, it's you did not tell me iced that. tea month, and it's not just tea month. It is hot tea month. I feel yeah. like it's it's a month for me. 
But you know what that also reminded me of? That um, we still have not made or declared or submitted an application to have a day just for us. Well, it's helpful if we know what we're going to be called. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Or what it is we want to celebrate. Correct. Because there's already a grilled cheese month. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That falls during Lent. Great Lent. Mm. Awesome. Whoever set that up. Yeah. Thanks a lot. We will ponder and and I'll start looking all of this up. I think the bacon and bourbon fest that happens in Denver also happens during Great Lent. Thanks a lot for that. I went to that that once. Not during Lent. You didn't. I don't remember actually. It was up in the mountains. Well, maybe you went, went but you didn't eat any bacon. They did bowling with frozen turkeys. Okay. Do you remember when I went with the nieces to drop off turkeys ah, at yes. the Denver Rescue Mission one mm-hmm. year and they got to bowl with frozen turkeys? Oh, yeah. You know, I Down actually also played um, live human foosball. Live human foosball? That was How ho- do you do that? Yeah, exactly. It was hysterical. But they have like the whole grid. No, I'm serious. How do no, you do yeah, that? Yeah, they have like horizontal poles that you hold on to and you have your people and you can hold on to the pole and you move back and forth while you're kicking a soccer ball back and forth. It was it was pretty fun. That is fun. Don't ask me what year that was, but it was a few years ago. Not 2021. We're saying goodbye to 2021. Yeah. It sounds like recently you uh, may have watched something on the Schmetflix about... Why? Because I watch the Schmetflix a lot? No. Yes. But you were telling me about death to... So can you say... I mean, I said 2021 the whole year. That was okay? This show is called Death to 2021 and it's on Netflix if you haven't yet watched it. It's like, you know, um, a parody comedy show, Mm. but also a tragedy. It's like a comedy tragedy. A tragic comedy. Oh, I like tragic comedy over a... a comedic tragic. tragedy. Tragedy. Comagedy. Comagedy. Anyway, so you guys, if you haven't yet watched this show, um, I I think it's worth watching. I texted my sister and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to watch this. It makes fun of the entire year. And then I started watching it. And of course they start with the beginning of the year, which was January. And we had some political things going on in the US of A, as you might remember. And um, I was like, oh, on second thought, this might not be so funny. I don't don't know if you're going to want to watch this. I just cry the whole time. I had a box of tissues next to me just in case. But then it got funnier because then you talked about all the different things that happened throughout the year. COVID things and masking fights and vaccination fights and seaspiracy and all sorts of things. I just, I just don't, it's, I think for me, I get overwhelmed that people spend this much time on those kinds of things. Like not you watching it, but <laughs> it's people, just an hour <laughs> of my life. <laughs> no, I mean, people like fighting over this stuff. And like, that's how it's like, oh, what do I have going on today? I'm going to go to the spa. Then I'm going to have a fight about the mask. I'm going to do a little bit of work. Maybe I'll work out. And then, you know, I think I might just, you know, throw some trash into the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. You have to watch it. I promise you will not be disappointed. Well, Well, you'll be disappointed in us. (laughs) Right. As a human race. (laughs) On on that same platform is also the Don't Look Up movie. (gasps) So good. Yeah. I I call it the New Age Idiocracy. Yes. That one I'm just, I was actually talking to our father about that, like, Yours, Our father? Yeah, yours and my dad, mm-hmm. not that father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him, I said, you might find it. I I was like, I think you should watch it, but you're probably going to be disgusted, but you're going to laugh because you're going to see how ridiculous and yet relevant it is. 
Yeah. There are some people on social media platforms who have been talking about it and promoting it and suggesting it to friends. So, oh boy. But interestingly enough, I mean, would you do that for people? (laughs) Which is my new phrase for 2022. Interestingly enough. Um, I wonder if, if you had friends that you didn't politically agree with or that it was contentious, is that like a way of, cause I feel like people, I feel like you know, me watching it, I'm going to get something out of it. But if someone was completely opposite for me, like just politically, socially, they would not find it funny. Would they not find it funny or would they just find it funny as if it's like, or find it like just like a fantasy movie versus like a parody. Yeah. Like they find it like entertaining rather than, yeah. Like the satire it is. They might, but I really think they might not find it funny at all. Do you know there was like one political party that really didn't show up to the January 6th ceremony really at all? They didn't come to represent at all because they are still under the impression that it didn't really happen the way it happened. I don't understand. Do you know I also heard something the other day? Wait, do you not understand what I just said? (laughs) I think I got you. People think think that way. No. Well, and here, right. I heard something the other day. Now, granted, right. We've already discussed. We are, it's not like, oh, if the Russian sisters say it, it must be hundred percent true. Although like Wikipedia, there was apparently a newsreel saying that children who, who were learning in a remote environment last year had their IQ drop 20 points. Let me tell you, that is not true. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to let you know. It doesn't mean that maybe I know I'm just going to no, It's just not true. That's so funny because when you first said that, I was like, hmm, I can see that because not IQ, not well, he, what happens when we're under stress, under chronic stress, um, and under chronic trauma, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, I totally understand IQ points in certain situations. I would say that our learning slows. And so there are some students for sure who did not learn as much as they would have if they were, but I, I don't, uh, I'm cause here's my question. Who did the study? True. How, what, who funded it? Who funded it? Why what did kind they, of control what did, they did want you to have? Yeah. How could what you have, game? like, we all went remote and we're like, hey, everyone, let's study to make sure that kids don't lose IQ points. And then we all got dumber. Well, and I would say like 2025 is really That's a big high. Dip. That is a big dip. To claim. And our, I would say that already our scores that we're seeing this year from benchmark testing and whatnot are disproving that anyway. But that does remind me of studies that have been done about... Um, marijuana and the impact on IQ. And there are studies out there that show that chronic marijuana use, you will have a dip in IQ. You get dumber the longer you use marijuana. Yeah. Well, (laughs) there are people who chronically use marijuana who would say, no, it doesn't. Right. Who funded that? And what was the purpose? And then it would be thing like, but marijuana is not addicting. Wine is. Well, well, well. Hey, yeah, no, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Death I really, to 2021. I really hope you guys keep listening to us and I don't want to give you any other reasons to stop. <laughs> we, we don't dislike the marijuana. We don't like the marijuana. We don't have a position on the marijuana. Yeah. Neither do we about IQ. You know what I maintain always? Do what makes you happy and brings you joy. Yeah. In a safe, healthy manner. <laughs> YOLO. I guess. YOLO? Yeah, you only live once. It's like that, like, you do oh, you. yeah. I only was live like, once. are you sure it's not BOLO? <laughs> Be on the lookout. 
I was like, hmm. I know the Russian sisters reboot. (laughs) That's right. Way to bring it back. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Anyway, we hope that you all are blessed in this new year. Totally. How were your holidays? They were actually great. You know, I I will say um, my therapist gave me fair warning that this year might be tough um, just because I was in a little bit of shock last year, Um, but they actually went really, really well. That's awesome. Yeah. Had some fun with Buddy. We went out of town for a few days. That was nice. And yeah. How about you? How were your holidays? Same. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. They were relaxing. Mm. I think I was definitely ready for break by the time it happened. Uh, who wasn't? Who works in schools? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was right. ready in October. <laughs> Y'all who work in schools know. Yes. Definitely ready in October. So hard. And then we were just army crawling through November and December. And I feel like I was like half awake now that I've rested a little bit. Yeah. Put my feet up and watched a lot of television yeah. over break. Do you ever feel like you're in a La Brea tar pit? <laughs> Like trying to make it to break. Yes. I'm coming. Fighting through the sludge. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I totally picked, I, I picked up what you were throwing down. I was like, wait. She's like, what is happening to you right because now? Because I was like, is she referring to me when I'm sitting on the couch watching a lot of television? No. Do I feel like I'm in a La Brea tar pit? Like, no. I'm going to become extinct melting yeah. into my couch. It's January. And with I'm my like, cats oh my sitting on either side of me. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. No. No. Can you pick up that imagery? (laughs) Oh my God, the cats. Okay, we're going to do a year in review. About this time last year, well, about this time last year, we started our podcast. That is true. Cheers to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Clinky, clinky. All right. And then about this time last year, I started my Zoe and Bentley fur baby saga with like the vet visits. Remember that, guys? How's that going? Oh my gosh. Well, it took 11 months. Okay. So when I first took them last January to the vet and I had to go back three times just to try and get some blood taken from these fur babies and I wasn't allowed to go inside and these people like cluster, it was so bad and my cats were stressed out and I was stressed out. I cried. They cried. It was like, it was bad. So then I didn't go to the vet for many, many months because I was like, screw that. I'm not going to put them through that. And yeah, exactly. For Mm -hmm. all of us, for all, it was very emotional for all of us. So then one of them, the three of them, she means the three. of them. (laughs) (laughs) One of them ended up a little ill in November. My poor little Bentley, Bentley boo. Um, ended up quite a bit ill mm-hmm. in November and, yeah. and it got to the point where I was like, I got to find a new vet, not going back to the old place, but starting, um, trying to find a new place. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for vet clinics and hospitals everywhere because it sounds like in the last year and a half, two years, they have really come under fire. They have lost a lot of employees oh. for a number of reasons. Clinics are closing. They're just, oh, wow. it's, it's a troubled industry. Yeah. And, um, I kind of picked that up when I called um, several places to see if they were taking new clients and the answers were no, no, no. And I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because I have a poor sick kitty and where am I going to take him? Yeah. And then and finally- you don't want to end up like at the hospital, you know, no. it's like similar for It's like humans, going to the you know? ER. Yeah, exactly. Right. Nobody got money for that. <laughs> I work in education, people. <laughs> So, so I finally, I get in contact with this clinic and, and, um, they say they're not taking new clients and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this sick kitty. I don't know what to do. And this receptionist lady took compassion on me and my situation. And, um, we ended up making an appointment and he got to go in and, and, um, 
see a doctor who was amazing with him, by the way. And I got to go in with him, but the doctor was amazing with him. And, um, I learned that that vet clinic back in January, they called him fractious. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Well, it means yeah. he's like a mean kitty, a mean feisty, yeah, battley okay. kitty. Well, I, yeah. So then, okay, so I can see. Okay, I know that was like a pregnant pause there. I could just they used I'm an not, F word. They did use to the describe F word. Bentley. No, and I'm not saying that he that was not is. okay. I guess, I guess for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, but you know better. And they ended up not working out anyway. So yeah, I'm like, that okay. Eh. I feel like, like I feel like that mom were, who's like this clinic isn't working for me either. So I got to go somewhere else. And that actually did happen. The place that took him in and, and ended up like starting the path to, to healing for Bentley, um, ended up not working out for another reason. Um, so I took him someplace else. Those people were projecting their own frustration onto your cat. They were. Well, and they labeled him so that by the time I got to this, the new place. Oh, you think that's that what, they were, uh, they, no, not necessarily, but I feel like they already had assumptions about how he was going to be. And they already were like, Oh, he's a bad fair. cat. Yeah, that's And I'm fair. like, that's not fair to any of us because the circumstances a year ago were just so crazy that I just, I don't feel like that was a fair label to apply. I agree. I agree. Dental. I just wouldn't put much. I think for kitty. me, I'm like, why well, put much weight into it? Because clearly they weren't doing a very good job, which is annoying as a pet owner. Yes. I mean, I need to find a new vet for honey. And I'm like, Oh, I can refer you. Okay. I, have, okay. I like yeah. my place now. I do. I like my place now. Okay. I feel like we're in a, in a great, yeah, great setting. I feel like we have great support, great doctors. That's um, good. and I liked the feel of the clinic all good. around. So I like that. All right. I might get a discount for referring you to. So mm. let's take that into consideration. Okay. This has happened a couple of times where I've been referred to places and I'm like, can we not cut me a discount too? Because I'm coming <laughs> to you from a referral, not just the people who referred you get the discount, but can I get like, no, you get a discount when you refer somebody else. Yeah, but no one mm-hmm. like wants their windows washed right now. No one has oh. new windows. <laughs> no, like, I don't want that bulk mm. food program. I really don't. I yeah. I am a shopper of one and it's all I can do to make my home chef meals on time. Yeah, no, that's why this stuff goes in the freezer. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. No, so I'm not referring you anyway. To you the bulk referred. food program? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. It's okay. not, it's just, I don't eat, I guess, that much food. I don't have a household to cook and feed for like that. Yeah, but they, okay, we'll, we'll chat about that another time because it's not, they don't send you food for a family of four if you're a family of one, just saying. Like, they give you food for a family of one. Okay. Yeah. Well, but maybe anyway, I'll look into it. Moving on. I do have a freezer. You do. That's why I was like. The three hmm, human freezer. Okay. I don't, you're right. I wouldn't have to pay for a freezer because yeah. I already have one. That's true. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. You could just put food in the freezer. Moving on. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Um, So you got got some help for Bentley. How else was your break? Oh, it was pretty good. I had a procedure done on my foot, so I had Mm. to be laid up for a little while, which 
ended up being okay rest wise. My foot is great. Thank you for oh, asking. Good. It feels so much better. Oh, good. But I got that the like bill months today. Of, months of pain. Oh, <laughs> boy. I got the bill today. Oh. Why do I have insurance? Right. And a great, oh, I, well, I, I know I have insurance, but I've got a, a pretty decent deductible, apparently. And right. I just, I'm not sick enough and I don't go to the doctor enough where I ever use right. the full deductible. So when uh. it's like, oh, you have this bill, I'm like, well, shoot. Mm-hmm. Maybe my health savings account this that that will be able to I'll be, will be applicable. So phrase. speaking of that, cracks me up because Buddy and I and that maybe contributed to some of our lack of podcasts. But we were chronically sick, basically on and off from September through December. It was that was hard. It was super hard. That was hard. Um, and that, and there were a couple of times I just... But it wasn't COVID. No, no, it wasn't COVID. It was just, we stayed in for a year and he wasn't exposed to any germs. Right. And then had and to so take now, care. Yeah. Remember then, that saga last year? Yeah. Oh boy. And so, um, yeah, so the doctors right now are like inundated with COVID stuff and well visits. So they're not really taking sick people, which cracks me up a little bit. So we ended up in urgent care at one point in time. And luckily it was only urgent care. But he had a stomach bug at one point, his first stomach bug ever. And to help make sure that he could keep stuff down for hydration so that we could actually be discharged, Mm -hmm. um, they gave us a cup with um, diluted apple juice Mm -hmm. with a syringe. Oh. And I got a bill (laughs) for the syringe. Of course, they have to charge you for the syringe. But I got like this whole bill. For them giving us a cup of diluted apple juice with a syringe, which we couldn't leave without. I was like, I could have just gone. gone." Like, That's like when you go for a hospital stay and they charge you for the um, slippers, the slipper socks. Yeah, of course. And the tissues. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't touch it. It's like like the mini bar. Don't touch it. the cup that your pills come in. That's right. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. No. And it's like seven bucks for one Advil. Which you pay right. like seven bucks for a bottle of Advil. Yeah. Well, not now. Nowadays. Actually, years ago, total tangent, but years ago, um, I heard and then also read an article about this where there is an individual who has a job in the hospital and their job is to set rates for everything. They set the price list, but there's like, I don't know, layers. Based on what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. There, there's like no guidance. They get to set the price that they want for the items. But then there's like layers and layers of gatekeepers. So accessing that person is ridiculously hard. And the whole thing was similar to what you're talking about is people who go in for a necessary procedure and then are getting bills for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and right, like some people can go in and negotiate. And even when I worked in the hospital, it was like some people could walk in with no insurance and get free care. Some mm-hmm. people... You know, it was so random that there was no rubric or algorithm for how you could get care or pay for it. But anyway, I found that so interesting. Like one of the the most protected jobs is the person who basically decides what price you're going to pay for everything. Sets the price point. I know. Anyway, That's moving so on. Back to better. better. In- Back to death to 2021. <laughs> <laughs> That's over. Yeah. Well, my break. Okay, so... 
the foot and, and yes. because I had the procedure done and I had to put my feet up for a little while, I watched a lot of TV, which was amazing. Um, Ooh, but I also last year got a Peloton. You did. Yay. Which was an awesome investment. And I'm super duper excited about it. I'm super duper excited to be able to get to use it because I got it, um, not too long before my procedure. So right. I got a few rides in, I got a number of rides in. Um, and then we went on break and I was like, I'm going to ride every day during break. Oh boy. And then I had my procedure done and I'm like, I can't wear shoes. <laughs> like I, and you have to clip in, don't you? Yes. No? You do yeah. have to clip yeah. in. And so there There's was no option to not clip in. I mean, I suppose I could have, but it would just been very painful that first week anyway. Well, sure. So I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to use I'm my I'm imagining you trying to finagle riding with your foot. <laughs> oh yeah. It was bandaged up. It was, you guys, it was a sight. Oh, but the TV I watched. Okay. So yes. What shows? Okay, so Dune, the new Dune uh, came I did out. I watch that. I have not seen it yet. So good. Yeah. I had a daddy-daughter date. That over, was very adorable. Over break. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, actually, because we watched the new Dune, you guys. And our Great dad yeah. is very particular. Now, he has the original analog Yes magazines. They're not magazines, but they're not books. They're called what are they? magazines. Okay. They're analogs. They're readers. He has they're the like, analog magazines from 1963 yeah. and 1965 with Frank Herbert's original posting of his, his book, right? Because his book came out in analog first. That's yeah. where the story came out, Dune, yeah. in analog. So our dad has the originals and he was very skeptical about this new movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Our favorite so far has been the one that came out in 1984. I was going to say the 80s. Yeah, that one. Yeah. With the guy who was in that show. Oh, there you go. Oh, boy. (laughs) What was that show? Uh Worst timing ever for this kind of trivia. This is terrible because it's nighttime on a, yeah, I'm like, uh, it's after six o'clock and the brain isn't working. (laughs) Oh my God. I forget what that show was, you guys, but the main actor in that movie, in that Dune movie was... Um, a main actor in a show that we also liked. And it was another oh, like okay. kind of sci-fi kind of um, mystery show. Mm, anywho. Um, and, anywho. So then in early 2000, there was a mini series that came out. And I remember, interestingly enough, I remember watching it in 2000 when it came out and I hated it. I was like, this is the worst. The acting mm, is the terrible. Mini-series? The cinematography, cinematography, <laughs> cinematography is terrible. But I watched it anyway because like we grew up on Dune. Oh, the I guy, think wasn't he in Sex in the City for a while? Oh, I don't know. Um, what's this his guy? name? Kyle. Yes, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. I what think... show was he on? Um, okay. I'm snapping in the yes. background. She's she's IMDBing it for me. Yeah. While she's doing that. Um. So Twin it, Peaks. Twin Peaks. Thank you. Oh. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, were you high fiving me? Well, I don't know. You had your we, hand up. I was like my can, peripheral. We just high five too. That was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kyle McLaughlin is in he Twin was in Peaks. Sex in the City too. That's right. That's funny. But he was fun, also yeah. in Dune. You guys know. You know what character he played. Those of you who watch it, each of us in our family, each of us siblings has the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't. I mean, that's a good. The eighty four is. That's a good one. Yeah, that was the one I grew up in, and so yeah. that's what I base like imagine everything off of. Right. For better or for worse. Then there was the 2000 miniseries. And then there was talk of this new Dune coming out. And um, it took everything I had to like say, hey, dad, let's watch Dune. Yeah, we have to be pretty picky on what, which gives me an idea. Because there's right? a show that I was like, dad, I think you would like this. And he was like, oh. Schmermock. 
Oh my gosh. Remember no. that? Yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah. He, yeah. He, he won't watch Star Trek movies, you guys. Like, I know. He's so he's a purist. He's a big, yeah. He's a big, um, Sherlock fan, but you know, again, a purist. And he's so very much a purist. When the, the newer Sherlock Holmes movies came out, I was like, you, you know, Guy Ritchie does a good job. You should just look at this. And he was like, nope, nope, nope. And so for Christmas, I, one year I got him back in the day where everyone still did Blu-rays and DVDs. I got him a, a Sherlock Holmes movie and I put a post-it over it and I said, it's not Sherlock, it's Schmermock. So you can watch it. Moms, Schmermock, Moms. It'll he be got okay. a kick out of that and then put it in a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never watched, have watched it. it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But anyway. It took some coaxing. So anyway, so what so did we do? Yeah, what did you think? Okay, I was kind of nervous and, and our viewing got delayed a little bit, but over break, we were able to watch it. And um, it was the cutest thing because- about, I don't know, within the first five minutes, um, you know, I was watching his face for his reaction. He chuckled a couple of times, like, oh, you got like, a chuckle, good, good laughs, like real laughs nice. about some of the jokes that were being said. And then he starts, you know, just doing his investigating or looking into IMDb about who's playing what and, you it's know, so where these not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it clearly. was awesome. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I don't care how the rest of the viewing goes. He laughed in the first five minutes and I thought that was super. So I was like, OK, this is going to be good. I think he actually liked it. Of course, he's picking it apart like, oh, this isn't true to the book or that's not true to the book. And this part, you know, in the miniseries well, I'm was better. similar in that way sometimes where. Like I was saying, I was watching this other series that's based on a book and I've done this before. I prefer to read first and then watch. As you should. And then there have been times where I've watched first, then gone back and I'm like, oh, I get so annoyed unless it's like, like Harry Potter. I give credit to Harry Potter Mm -hmm. because I feel like they did a really good job of sticking very closely to the books. But when you go back and and read and it's like one line in a chapter that is spent 30 minutes in a yes. show and I'm like no, why I know no, I can't do it you took some great liberties there <laughs> just a little bit Dick, dictatorial directorial <laughs> <laughs> dictatorial too because <laughs> that's a dick thing to do Take liberties like that with our literature <laughs> Don't be dictatorial or dictatorial, or dictatorial either <laughs> with your directorial. Yeah. Come on, creativity. Anyway, we thought it was really good. That's so awesome. what we did is, um, since he has the miniseries from 2000 also on DVD, he has so heat. That one was okay. I thought you didn't like yeah, that. No, one. I hated it. And so, and but after it. we watched the new Dune. And it was only part one, y'all. So I have to wait till 2023, probably fall of 2023, to watch part two, which oh, is a very yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Um, good things are worth the wait, I suppose they say, don't they? Something like that. Whatever. Anyway, so 2023, the part two comes out. So we finished with that and and we were kind of like, he's like, oh, do you have to go home? And I'm like, no, if I go home, I'll probably go sit on my couch and watch more TV. <laughs> like, I'll do this just at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, okay, well, do you want to watch the well, miniseries? Your mom probably had snacks and stuff. She wasn't even home, right? Oh. She wasn't home. So we we were like, we had the house. I was gonna say, we had like- we had leftover holiday uh, there you go. treats and eats. Um, and so then we started to watch the miniseries. And then she came home while we were watching that and like we we didn't get to watch it for too long because it's it's a hard show to to watch, especially if you don't get it. Yeah, But what was also cute is while we were watching Dune and talking about it and talking about it, you know, the shows versus the book, um, he went downstairs to go get get his copies of the analog stories. I know that's been like a bone of contention with all the moves that we've had. 
But I I feel like those original some of those stories I I I can see holding on to them because yeah. we get rid of stuff like that now so I quickly. The, I I would say those are probably worth keeping. Yeah, hanging on to. They're That's very special. Cool. And not just because, you know, like people who keep comic books and and sometimes people who collect things do so just for the monetary value. And I'm sure there's that too. But this he, one actually He'll go has, back and read them. He does. <laughs> he really does. And yeah. there's that, there's then that emotional attachment to this thing. Well, there have been a couple of times, worse like I, I would say, well, actually our brother will get more into like the sci-fi fantasy books, but I'd say I, I am like a second and then kind of you, like you don't yep. get into them as much. No, I don't need to have the books. Well, what's the, yeah, yeah but I was going to say there was some author that I was talking about the other day and our dad was like, well, I don't think I have those, but your brother probably does. So <laughs> you could ask That's him about funny. it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of cute. Didn't you just read a book that your dad, yeah. our dad um, recommended? Yeah, it was what great. Was it? Curse of Callion. Oh, here's the hilarity. This, um, the author, her last name is Bujold. Um, and for some reason in my mind, I had her as like Dutch <laughs> and living in the Netherlands. Uh, she lives in Minneapolis. Mm. She is American and her last name is French. And I was like, boy, did I get that one wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but the book was really good. And, uh, yeah, it was good. But, you know, and he, he was like laughing at me cause it took me forever to get through it. And I was like, I know you read this in like two hours. I was like, but I'm reading like 10 pages or a chapter every other day. Right. <laughs> Cause I do have other books I read, but, but I was like, I don't have, it's usually by the time I'm crawling, I'm like crawling into bed. I would say that's another thing about last year is we got through a few books. At least yeah. I know I purchased a lot of books. Yes. That I'm are now still working through <laughs> sitting all on of shelves. Those. I'm slowly working through all of those. Yeah. yeah. Some are, um, personal growth books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe some I have are nonfiction biography books and some are I have a, quite a few that um, really go into like neurological science which fascinates me and so I'm really looking forward the one that I'm um, really looking forward to and I have to look up the author because I don't think it's fair to tell you guys the name but it's called the presence process Ooh. and it's really about it's um, I guess it would be in that self-help or personal growth uh, category but do they call self help anymore self help self help yeah do they call them that anymore? I think so. Yeah. Um, the President's Process, though, is by Michael Brown. And that really is about literally just trying to be in the moment as much as you can. Oh, kind of like our Bodhicitta book. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no idea. I got through like the introduction and part of chapter one and then put it down for a little bit. But I'm hoping with the new year to get back into that. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah. The Boda Cheetah book, you guys, um, the places that scare you that we started with. That's our book right. Club. Yeah. I probably should have said that. Yeah. Well, we, it, it took us six, seven months to get through the 90 page thing. <laughs> like <laughs> I the mean, shortest book ever. Yeah. And it took, oh my gosh. But so some of the concepts forever. have and some vocabulary. Point, well, on at one point Man. she was like, um, I'd really like to finish this book by the end of the year. And we were getting into some scheduling conflicts. And then the four of us who are in our little book club were like, nope, we will finish this by the end of the year. And we literally did it. Yes. Well, because we had to throw in there, we as a book club decided it would be fun to go axe throwing. That was like our Christmas party. Oh, we so also went fun. to a smash room as yeah. a book club. This yeah, is this a fun is where book I club, laugh. You guys. Yeah, I laugh about the smash room though, only because I'm like, talk about first world problems. Yeah, where it's like our enjoyment is to go take a bunch of stuff, um, and then throw it against the wall, 
it it was it was actually a really cool thing. And uh-huh. I have to say, out of all the things, there were cups, there were stereos, there was furniture, and you get to pick what weapons. That's right. What there was weapons a frozen you want. radio. That is the one I think is the funniest <laughs> because that was the most indestructible thing. It was a frozen karaoke machine. Yeah, a children's. Yeah, super With tiny. Anna and Elsa on it. Yes, super indestructible, and it was hilarious because they have like monitors where you can watch on a TV outside of the room if you're if it isn't your turn. That one, I think, took three different people to finally smash it. Probably. Yes. Yeah. But it was fun because you like you get suited up in this. Um, we had goggles mm-hmm. and safety hats. And yeah. Um, and then we got to pick our weapons of choice. And, and we had our like music. baseball bats and yeah. crowbars. And and then, yeah, we got to rage to whatever music we wanted to. And Al was like, I kind of want to listen to Alanis Morissette. And I'm I like, did not <laughs> Like hardcore headbanging, raging music. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's hilarious. No, I was She's like, upbeat. isn't it ironic? Yeah. And I'm like, no. She really put the stop when I said Peter Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot of fun. We got to plug in our own music and then just rage in the smash room and break yeah. things. And yeah, first world problems. We took other people's antiques and <laughs> undesirables. Them. And actually, like you can drop off, you know, old TVs you or whatever. Can. Yeah. Um, within limits. You can even bring your own stuff to smash. Like if you're clearing at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. donate it to Smash. I thought room. it was. I thought that was was kind of fun and axe throwing also. Although I have to say, what was hilarious about axe throwing, I mean, it was four ladies. We went, had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Got some dinner after. Pretty chill night. Had a babysitter. I was home by ten. In bed by ten thirty. That's how we roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one beer, and I woke up the next morning, and I was like, "Why did I stay out so late? Are you serious?" <laughs> Like, what happened to you? I, I, what happened no, to you in 2021? I, exactly. Death to 2021. Death to 2021. I was like, oh my God. I wasn't even hung over or anything. I was just like, man, I just don't stay out that We late. just don't anymore. It <laughs> reminds like, me of that time that our friend's little brother came into town and he was turning 21 oh and we were hilarious. in our 30s, y'all. And we're like, yeah, we're going to take this youngin' out on the town in Denver. And so we're like, we're going to have dinner and then we'll go out clubbing. Now, we had dinner at probably 6.30 and then we went over to this mm-hmm. club. We did. We we had a couple bars before that. We did. And, yeah. and then it was like 10 o'clock <laughs> and we went to this club and it was empty. And we're like, oh, that's really weird. It had just opened. We got there at 10.05. And we got to sit in this booth uh-huh. and we had people come to us and say, you can sit here for now. But when right. the people start coming, this is reservation only. It was like, bo- it was a bottle service booth. <laughs> and we're like, when does that happen? They're like, 11, 11. 1130. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. So we'll probably be in bed by then. <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, we, we did a good job on the 21st birthday. But yeah, I think we left that club whenever at 11. Oh, yeah. Everyone was yeah. People started there. coming in and we're like, this is too much. It's yeah. too busy for us. Yeah. Like my, my babysitter is, is in college. She's a senior in college and she'll be like, oh yeah, I mean, I decided I need to be really disciplined about when I'm going to go to bed. And so I have to be in bed by 11 or midnight. And I was like, come again. I was like, if I am up at midnight, it usually means I've fallen asleep and woken right back up after right? a certain amount of time. Totally. <laughs> like, it means my sleep aid is not working. I don't New Year's anymore. I oh, know. Heck no. It was yeah. all I could do to stay up for East Coast New Year's this year. 
It's like cheers. You did a good job with go. that. You did. You did. Wait, wait, yeah. yeah. I think I made it 15 minutes past that. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. yeah, not much longer. Yeah. Cheers to everybody. And then I got to go to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you had a really good break. Um, pretty solid there and some good fun times. Thanks. Yeah. It was a nice way to end out the year and yeah. bring in the new one. Rejuvenate. Yeah. Reboot. I like the rebooting. <laughs> We've got all sorts of rebooting going on. I think yeah. so. Well, and uh, you know, as we reflect also on the death to 2021, we also had like a string of losses Yeah, in our family, like August and September hit us pretty hard with the grief factor and we, um, our family members and we were doing a lot of traveling for funerals. And, um, mm-hmm. so that was pretty heavy, yeah. I think, which also probably contributed to our slowing down on podcasting there for a little while. Cause we were really going back I don't know to if I call it slowing. Well, we, we just kind of stopped. We just stopped. But you know what we didn't stop on last year? What? In the fall. We, you guys, I think we talked about the fact that we were accepted, but we didn't talk about the fact because we didn't podcast around then that Alexandra and I did our first two speaking engagements. Oh yeah, we sure did. That was really awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that actually both times went really well and were very well received, which is really nice. And for people who haven't um, heard us yet, just a sensitivity alert mm. uh, in August of 2020 is when, and you'll hear the Shanti Wyman joke of the day. Um, but my husband died by suicide in August of 2020. And so one of the ways through our mourning process that we have talked about being able to um, make, make something good come out of our process since he died. Like there's no, nothing good that comes from him dying, but um, maybe we can learn something from the process of, of going through it. And so we um, put together a presentation on this, the aftermath of suicide. We often talk about prevention mm-hmm. um, and yeah, they both were well-received. Yeah. And yeah. one was in state and one was out of state. Correct. And so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Now yeah. we just haven't, you know, trained in our local community, but we have also gone out of state presented at like a, a, you know, a couple good conferences. Yeah. So we're really excited to see um, what comes of that this year and what kind of speaking engagements we have the opportunity to, to do this year. Yeah. In the coming years. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see what that will let you know. Yeah. I mean, the recording is on our Facebook. Oh, is it? Yeah. Somewhere. It's on the YouTube. So I suppose if you're interested, we can, can we can put a link down below too. Yes, because we are, I know our, our name, we're changing the name of the podcast, but, um, we are, um, we are still available at the Russian sisters at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. So you can still reach out to us through the email, but, um, we can also link things. If you're interested in linked things, we can also link things and show notes and whatnot. Cause we're going to do show notes cause that's fun. Absolutely. Um, One of the things that I wanted to circle back to is that, oh. but well, you know, with, with break and everything, Buddy's getting older. Oh, he is. And, and so Christmas kind of like takes a different, we celebrate and observe Christmas and it kind of takes a different, a different, I don't know, direction now that he's getting older. He doesn't necessarily understand. He didn't really understand Christmas. I will say though, oh my gosh, they're Okay, he loves the lights. So I, I took a night and we like drove around just the two of oh, us that's looking fun. at lights like all around. And I'm really close to 
um, a neighborhood that's actually more up in the foothills of Colorado than the neighborhood where I am. So I took him to like the larger houses so he could see some of the lights. But there were two of those blow up things, right? They have all the little blow up stuff. And one was a, a Santa skiing mm, mm-hmm. and one is a Christmas dragon. So oh. we have people in the neighborhood who for Halloween put up a dragon and mm-hmm. then there's a Christmas one. Yeah. So he loved, loved, loved Santa skiing and yes. the dragon. And so his whole thing has been Santa skiing. Like we have all these things when we're driving around, but it's Santa skiing and the dragon. Well, Okay, I also got him a goodbye book because when he starts asking questions about his dad or things that we have to like, if there are toys that we have to get away, give away or, it, you know, with loss. So there's this great goodbye book. So I read it to him in regards to Santa skiing and the dragon because they weren't up anymore. Oh. And people just weren't inflating him and they were out of town or whatever. And it's been two weeks since we did that and still every day. And he does the cutest thing. He goes, please, please, please. He'll be like, mama, Santa's skiing and dragon if we're driving home from daycare. He's like, please, please, please. And it breaks my heart every time. I'm like, oh, but buddy, we said goodbye to them. And we drive by the houses and he's like, where's Santa skiing? And I'm like, we yeah. said, but you yeah. skied back to the North Pole. Right. I keep trying. I'm like, we'll see him next year. He doesn't understand. I'm like, we'll right. see him next year. But my whole point in this <laughs> is that reboot when families give gifts to the child that mm. need to be put together. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. His <laughs> uncle got him, which he loves this. Um, What is it? A Hot Wheels like racetrack and car wash. Mm-hmm. And it it's was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's very cool. Yes. There's no real hardware because everything snaps together. Except for the fact that it took me two and a half hours to put it together. Well, and the instructions weren't awesome. Okay. You get a sheet of stickers Mm -hmm. that are numbered and then you get like two different angles. These are black and white. They're not even pictures. They're not even 3D pictures. They're They're drawings. Diagrams. Yes. Sort of. They have arrows pointing to different parts of this structure with the stickers. But if you put the structure together too early, you can't put the stickers on. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys. Two and a half hours. And the whole time he kept trying to come over and put a car down the racetrack. And I was like, not now, buddy. Not now. And he'd be like, mama. And I'm like, not now. Mama is trying to find sticker number 46 and where it goes. (laughs) just to make sure. And I actually left like three of them off and it was really hard for me to throw away the sticker sheet because I was like, there are three stickers that aren't on it. It's like when you are putting together furniture and you have extra parts and you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. I also had to put furniture together. That was interesting. So that was like, I, I literally like had to walk away and put myself in timeout because I was just like, he was in bed. I was trying to do like build this little table for him while he was sleeping so that when he came down the next morning, there would be this cool table and he could put his train tracks on it, do this whole thing. Talk about staying up till midnight, trying to get that sucker together. Cause I'm like, where is the other A? Where is the other A? Right. I am. I consider myself like pretty stellar with the, uh, like the Ikea furniture. I'm yeah. like, oh, I can do that. I mean, I haven't had Ikea furniture for a while. But yeah, that was, I mean, the instructions on these things. You did an amazing job. Well, think, you know, part given of this, what you were given. Think, given what I was given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. I, well, and that was one of the things I had to take a step back because I've had a couple of friends who said like, oh, well, you're playing the role of both parents and that's not necessarily 
fair to say, right? But Sean was like very handy. So I'm like, all that same week though, there were toys that were broken that I had to fix. He like somehow got a foam letter stuck in this bath boat. He, I mean, it was just like one thing after another where he's like crying and I'm with pliers at the tub. Like anyway, but yeah, so I was a toy furniture maker. Just call me an elf, right? Just, yeah, I fixed toys. I put them together. I had to like Cock my bathroom. She did cock her bathroom. I had to cock my bathroom. Mm -hmm. And that was an interesting thing. But we're really excited about the things that we, we, the skills that we've picked up um, about how to do things or put things together. Yeah. No, YouTube is amazing. I might as well just call myself an electrician. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. No. But maybe we'll save our podcasting stories for the next time because I think we have to round down here. Yeah, um, you guys have been amazing. Thanks so much for checking. Of course, in you've been amazing. An yeah. amazing audience. Yeah, hopefully here. you guys will. Hopefully you we'll keep this keep show. tuning in. Um, but it's time for the STW joke of the day. Yeah, we what are going to keep there, doing Anna? the STW joke of the day because I remember I got that great mug, the dad joke pro mug that was there. So we're going to hang on to that one. Um, but my joke today, um, since we're starting off in the month of January, <laughs> um, has to do with months. Are you ready? Mm, okay. Can February March? Mm, no. No, but April May. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, how do I fit in a November or a September? That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it's hilarious, but not hilarious. And you're welcome. You are so welcome. Um, you guys, thanks so much for giving us a listen. Yeah. We if you feel like you. it, leave us five stars, leave us a review, um, reach out if you have any questions, share us with your friends. We're super glad to be back. Yes. And oh, heck yeah. we hope to uh, be able to keep it up this time. It's It was really me. It was really me, you guys, but whatever. We love you. And but we'll talk to you soon. And present. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Russian Sisters. For more, go to soundoff.network. Produced and distributed by the Soundoff Media Company. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.